following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. You know, it was great for them to see how far they come, you know, just thinking about where we were five years ago, having full dual teams, and, you know, there were four quality girls teams there competing with each other, no forfeits. That's just kind of a long way to come in a couple years. And this is Jeffrey Tech Price, I'm with Tech, I'm with Rossview High School. This is the first takedown podcast with no Pat. I never wrestled. But I've been around the sport on both a personal and professional level for more than 40 years, and I know its importance in Middle Tennessee and across the state. That's why we're bringing you the first Takedown Podcast, to get you up close and personal with the headliners in wrestling throughout the area. We'll be discussing the top wrestlers, programs, coaches, and events over the course of the season as we move toward crowning state champions. Get ready for the first Takedown. Hey, thanks for joining us on this week's first takedown podcast. I'm Maurice Patton, and um, it's a it's a fun time of year. You know, we got a lot coming up this weekend with region tournaments across the state. But um, before we go forward, we need to go back just a second because um, last weekend at the TWSAA state duels, we saw some history being made, and jo- and joining us to um, kind of discuss some of that is. The coach of the history-making state championship Rossview Girls Wrestling Program, Jeff Price, and I don't know how many people call him Jeff because um, he's got Coach Tex on the side of his um, visor, but Tex Price joining us here on the first takedown. And, Coach, I appreciate you taking some time with us, and congratulations again. Yes, sir, I appreciate you. Uh, you know, Tex is the middle name. You have to earn that. You have to call me text after you've earned, make it through the preseason practices. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Speaking of practices, you know, we talked last Saturday night after your um, state championship victory over Crosstown rival Clarksville, and um, I was asking you how you get everybody refocused for individual postseason coming up, and you said, well, we'll, we'll probably be practicing Monday at 5.30 a.m. Was that actually the, the schedule that, that you – Wake them up to practice Monday? Actually, we went Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, we, uh, you know, I talked to them about it, and we we decided that, you know, we needed a little one day just to kind of sleep in, and then I try to aim the schedule to, you know, prepare them to compete. Uh, A lot of times, you know, if you're not familiar with wrestling, if we got tournaments, you know, on the other side of Nashville, we're leaving here at 5 in the morning, and we're getting home around 7 p.m. So that's just a schedule that most aren't used to. And I feel a couple of days during the week, if we switch up the routine and come in at 5.30 in the morning, that, uh, you know, it kind of helps them to be ready to perform as we get into the heart of the season. But at the same time, I guess you, you figured maybe they earned a day off after that state championship? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I think I needed one as well. I think <laughs> my throat was about uh, – voice was about gone there. <laughs> oh, I, I bet it was because you, um, you are certainly not silent over there on the sidelines. Uh, it was it was a good atmosphere, and you know it was great for them to see how far they come. You know, just thinking about where we were five years ago to uh, you know now they're having full dual teams, and you know there was four quality girls teams there competing with each other, no forfeits, and uh, you know that's just kind of 
a long ways to come in a couple years. Yeah, and, and the sport has come a long way. You know, um, it's been, what, five, six years that girls wrestling has been sanctioned as an individual state championship, and this was the first year that it was sanctioned in Tennessee as a dual state championship, Tennessee being the first state in the nation to to do so. Um, girls wrestling has come a long way in this state in a short period of time, and a lot of it has kind of been focused in and around you know, Clarksville, I think um, Angela Haley over at Northwest was one of the key players, I guess, in getting girls wrestling going in that area and statewide. And and you guys have really kind of carried that banner, it seems like. Yeah, you know, it, it all starts with uh, a couple people buying in and then them going out and getting their friends. And then, you know, the the culture of wrestling itself is very tight-knit. Um, you know, I'd say we're all a little bit crazy um, to do the things we do. And so when you have sisters that their brothers have been wrestling their whole life, and then now they have the opportunity to do the same, and you have fathers that wrestled, and, you know, they want their daughters to be tough and be strong and, you know, be able to take care of themselves. And so now they can have the opportunity to go out and compete. And it's really just taken, uh, you know, I think maybe the military here in Clarksville has contributed to that. You know, now that I think about it, you have a lot of military families whose fathers, you know, are soldiers and, you know, they want their daughters to be able to go out and be tough and know what, uh, you know, what it takes to overcome adversity. And, uh, you know, those are the things in life that life, it's not always going to go your way. So when it doesn't go your way, what are you going to do next? And I think that's just a mindset maybe that Clarksville adapted from that military presence here. And it's interesting that you say that, Tex, because pointing, just looking at your match, your championship match on Saturday night down at the Ag Expo against Clarksville, uh, we were talking after the match, your only returning state medalist, um, Justina Nicolau, got pinned in the second period of her match, which was your third match of the, of the, of the competition against Clarksville. And, talk about adversity when you sit there and you watch your only medalist go down in a dual situation like that it would have been easy to kind of think "Uh oh things are getting ready to go the wrong way and to be able to bounce back from that and and that kind of plays into the comment that mark reeves of the TWSAA made in regards to the value of girls dual wrestling, just the team element of it being one of the greatest aspects of the sport. To be able for you guys to bounce back from that loss to win over your biggest rival um, had to be huge. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we had two returning medalists, and actually the other, JT, was a returning state champion. Okay. She's our team captain. You know, the, the girls follow her. She makes our life easier as coaches. And so when she goes down, um, you know, for the other girls to come in behind her and say, you're okay, like, we got you. You know, that's the emotion there. You know, even just comparing it to our boys' teams, right? Like, you don't see them jumping around and high-fiving and hugging and crying. And, you know, it's more so we're, we want to be men, right? We don't want to show emotion. But for them to just leave it all out there and to, you know, have the excitement they did, it really set the, the atmosphere. Um, when JT went down, you know, 
it's kind of ironic. It came down to our other medalist, Alyssa. And she was, uh, you know, all she had to do was not get pinned. And she went out there and she didn't wrestle to not get pinned. She went out there to finish it. And so for her to go out there with the game on the line and not just try to win the match, but to go out there and put an exclamation point on it, you know, I think that kind of, that said a lot about where our bench was and where our girls are as a team. Like they want to do it for each other. And that's why the dual component is so special. And you, you, you just don't get that in the individuals, obviously. And, um, like you said, for, for Alyssa to go out there and, and put that exclamation point on it with that 37, uh, 39-27 win, it's pretty exciting. I think, as as you mentioned after, you know, it was a type duel that if you didn't really have a dog in the hunt, a lot of people probably started paying attention to it that weren't paying attention to it at the start. It was It was one of the more exciting duels in the championships on Saturday night, I would say. I think it was, you know, um, you know, next door you have on the next mat over, you have Cleveland and Bradley. So, you know, are the, the Chattanooga area dominant wrestling boys teams. And then you had the, uh, private schools and, uh, small school, uh, state championships going on. And, you know, for the girls to come in and be on that stage in their first year, I think, uh, you know, there was a lot of, uh, worry that that's why no one else has sanctioned it because, do they belong on that stage? Are they ready? You know, can they be on the same state finals mat as those other boys teams who've had programs for 20, maybe 50 years and put on the same, uh, you know, type of competition. And I think just them living up to it kind of, it makes CSSAA look good because they did the right thing. And they were the first to do it. You know, the state of Tennessee stepped out. It's always hard being the first because, you don't know how it's going to end up. And I think that, uh, you know, it definitely ended and the performance they gave warranted everything that they've done. Now, obviously, you you got your start from a coaching standpoint on the boys' side. What have you seen to be the differences in coaching boys and coaching girls, or have you? Um, I don't think there really is a difference. Um, you know, we, we have our boys and our girls' teams, and we have two mats up there, and I'm in the middle, and they're doing the same stuff. Um, the girls, during the day at school, they're always around, right? The guys are guys. Like, they want to go to the locker room and hang out with each other, and, you know, they don't really come and just hang out with you. The girls, and I'm in the PE gym all day, and they're always around, you know, and they're always kind of talking. And they, uh, it's more of a social atmosphere than the boys. But when it comes down to it, it's the same characteristics whether you're a boy or a girl. It's the same technique. Um, the girls' technique initially was about three moves behind the boys. Now I'd say they're closer to one move. You know, if you are if you want to be a good female wrestler, you have to be able to score on your second shot, and the first shot usually doesn't work. You know, the boys were faking three shots to get to one. So, you know, there's still a, a, a difference in technique level. However, the girls have caught up fast. Um, you know, you got Piper Fowler from Cleveland who's coming in this year. She's a ninth grader, and she's, you know, won every medal there is on the national circuit having started in the middle school. And so that's going to be the next level for the girls as they start wrestling in elementary and middle. They're going to look exactly like the boys. Um, they have different body, uh, different bodily functions. So, you know, with the girls, their shoulders are so flexible. You know, you kind of have to 
get a cross wrist or run a, a wing and your, your standard power half isn't going to be able to make those shoulders turn to where a boy, if you're strong enough and you have the determination, um, you can make a guy turn. You know, his shoulders are di- different than the girls. And so just kind of seeing the different uh, techniques and what's working and what's not kind of how we've developed over the past few years. Um, you know, I try to be a progressive coach. You look at Nick Saban in college football. His offense doesn't look anything like it did five years ago. And, uh, you know, you always have to stay on and learn from what you've done, learn from your failures, learn from, you know, your athletes, and try to keep moving forward and changing things because everyone around you is going to change things as well. Tex Price, coach of the Rossview Girls Wrestling Program, the first Tennessee Girls State Duels Championship wrestling program. Um, Tex, obviously, again, individual postseason now getting going. What's the transition been like this week going from duels preparation to individuals preparation for what you guys have coming up next? Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's always a tough transition there because you're going from we're all in this together. We got 25 going to the state tournament. You never know when it's your time to step in. You never know who gets hurt that first round. You never know who misses weight to where we had to come in Monday and we kind of had to set them down and say, look, we can only take 12 of y'all this weekend. From here on out, you know, we're going to have, we did our wrestle off. We did best two out of three. We brought a referee in and uh, Monday and Tuesday, we wrestled all their matches and figured out, you know, who the 12 were that were going to represent us. And then for our team, especially since they did go do so much, um, we kept, you know, we kept our backups around. Like they're still at practice. Um, they're still here being good partners and they're going to try to keep being here for each other. However, only 12 of them are going to go wrestle tonight. And so that was tough, just kind of setting them down. And, you know, we, I've told them all year, but last week I didn't even mention wrestle offs for this week. You know, it was all about the team component. This week we had to start with, okay, if you want to continue to compete this season, you have to go earn your spot. And, you know, we had some close wrestle-offs. You know, we like to tell them every day that the second-best team in the state is right here in this room. Um, You know, that's one thing that if you have a strong dual team, it's usually because you're too deep everywhere and nobody just earns a spot. Nobody's just given a spot. They have to earn it every week. And that competition is what breeds you to – you know, go succeed when the time comes. And if one thing happens with COVID, with injury, with anything, you have somebody behind them that can step in and, you know, take their position and do a job. So it it was hard to transition to that, but they accepted it. You know, they're still all in the room. They're getting along Um, tonight. I'm sure a lot of our backups will be at the tournament supporting their their, uh, teammates. And, you know, it's tough, but it's part of the sport. And that's kind of, that's why I love wrestling because, you know, it's on you. If you want it, you go get it. If you want the spot, you go get it. If not, there's no politics. I can't say you can run faster, you can jump higher, you can catch better. It's none of, uh, you know, my uh, opinion. It's all, y'all go wrestle. Go see who wants the spot. And so that's kind of what we transitioned to this week. And, you know, we'll go through it tonight. And our goal is to take all 12 starters to state. They have to uh, get top four at the region tournament tonight at West Creek. And then the same for the boys uh, tomorrow. They'll have, you know, 14 weights, and those guys did their wrestle-offs last week, and the goal is to get those 14 to the section next weekend. Um, 
you know, I, I think the girls, it's hard for them to uh, turn right around and be on that high and then two days later do it again. So our region this year has kept the girls' region the same weekend with, uh, you know, the state adding the sectional component for the boys. Um, next weekend, the girls will be off. And so we can go get to this region tournament, hopefully take all 12, and then have a week to kind of re- redirect. Um, the other regions in the state, the other three girls' regions, have moved their individual region back to next weekend. Um, they could see who's at what weight in our region, and that could be an advantage. But my my perspective is I would rather have 10 days to prepare for the state tournament than three, actually two. So those other teams are going to qualify this next weekend, turn around on Wednesday and head to the Ag Center. So it'll be, you know, our regional get together and we'll decide if that was the right decision. Um, for us, you know, for the full team, you're not going to move around anyway. You know, you're not going to move your varsity. You have 12 girls, that's who's going. That's your weight class. Um, for the teams that have maybe two or three, maybe they look at our bracket and say, well, 120 isn't as strong as 14. I'm going to move my girl to 20 for this region. Um, that'll be our evaluation after uh, we get through it all. <laughs> Tex Price, girls wrestling coach at Rossview. You um getting them sized up for those rings yet? No. Um, you know, this is the first year that we've won three at the individual tournament, and that was always, you know, how we set the standard for who's the state champion on the girls' side. And, you know, this year it's kind of different because our goal is we want to be able to put dual and individual state champs. We want these girls to be able to go medal at state at individual and put that on their ring as well. So we'll, uh, you know, I told them the job's not done. You know, we're not even going to look and think about that until uh, we get done these next two, three weeks. And then, uh, you know, we'll bring them in and bring the ring guys in and handle all the fun stuff. So the jewelry is coming to Rossview High School. It's just a question of what will be on it. Tex Price, girls wrestling coach at Rossview, joining us here on the first takedown. Coach, I appreciate it. Good luck to you all here over this next few weeks. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you all and, you know, the promotion of this sport. And, you know, wrestling one-of-a-kind sport. And uh, it takes uh, – it takes if our whole country wrestled, I think we would be a better, you know – society in general so that's where i stand on it (laughs) thank you sir you've been listening to the first takedown with maurice Patton. follow the show on twitter at first takedown and follow mo at mo Patton underscore sports for more news on high school wrestling and other prep sports log on to mainstreetpreps.com